Hey, mama. Have you thought about stepping away from Instagram, but not fully stepping away? If so, you may have considered creating a nine grid. As you guys know, I have a nine grid. That is something that I implemented um, back in 2023. I believe it was over the summer. I honestly can't remember now, but it's been a great way for me to take a step back from Instagram without completely leaving the platform. And so today I'm super, super excited about this interview. I sit down to chat with Ruthie Starrett and she is actually a nine grid strategist. She supports her clients with creating these amazing um, nine grids that are not just on brand, but have a lot of strategy behind it. So that way, when potential clients come to their Instagram profile They gather all the information that they need to decide whether or not they want to move forward with working with the person. And so Ruthie shares some really, really great tips and strategies for creating an effective nine grid and really creating a nine grid Instagram strategy, because it's not just about putting up nine different graphics and calling it a day. It's so much deeper than that. And so I highly recommend that you grab your notebook and pen so you can take some notes because she shares so many gems, so many tips, tricks, strategies, all of the things she does not hold back. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, mama, are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed trying to grow your online business with your babies at home? You desire more flexibility in your day, allowing you to pour into your family, yourself, and your business without running yourself into the ground. Mama, you can build your dream business and do it in a way that fits your current season of life. And I'm going to show you exactly how. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, daughter of the king, wife, mama of two, and life and business coach for mompreneurs. On this podcast, you will learn business strategies made for mamas just like you, who desire to be successful CEOs and fully present mamas without stress or overwhelm. So whether you're an entrepreneur who transitioned to a mompreneur or a mama turned mompreneur, I am here to support you. So grab your coffee, notebook and pen, put in those earbuds and let's dig in. All right, today on the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast, I'm sitting down to chat with Ruthie Starrett, and we're talking all about the nine grid Instagram strategy. Now, you guys have been asking me lots of questions about it, and Ruthie here is an expert on all things nine grid, so I'm excited to have her come and share her expertise. So Ruthie, welcome to the show. Please tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, and all about your family. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Ruthie. I am a marketing strategist and founder of the Consistency Corner. Yes. So my family, as my husband just like walks in the room and (laughs) didn't realize I was recording a podcast. Um, I am a mom to an eight-year-old and married to my husband. We live in Florida. Um, We're originally from Indiana, but didn't really want to deal with winter anymore. So we've been here now um, 12 years And, you know, when it comes to marketing, so my story, I actually have a really deep background in the retail world. I was in retail management for a really long time. And people always told me I should get into marketing. And I was like, but I I didn't go to school for that. I I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anything about marketing. 
Well, then through the world of network marketing, which a lot of women jump into as a way to earn extra income, I started to teach myself and had an opportunity to take a role in a corporate retail environment in merchandising, and then actually had an opportunity to step into marketing from there and actually became a marketing director of a multi-million dollar brand while teaching myself marketing. And I realized that if I can teach myself, I can help other business owners because I know a lot of people start a business because they have a passion to do something specific, serve a certain type of client, whatever it is. But They didn't specialize in marketing. They didn't go to school for that. And they realized that they have to market their business and they're overwhelmed with how to do it because there's so much that you could do and so many tips and hacks and strategies that we see. And we're wearing so many hats and trying to do all the things. So my goal now is to help simplify marketing for business owners. And over the past year, what that has even evolved into is helping business owners step away from social media. Because I know how incredibly draining social media can be. And as moms, we don't have time for that. We don't have time for drains on our energy because we need energy for all the other things in our lives. And so being able to figure out strategies to use social media to market your business without sacrificing your energy is what really lights me up and how I want to help other mompreneurs. I love that. And you are speaking my audience's language. So I know that they are just going to be so excited to hear from you. So let's get into the nine grid strategy. What is it and how did you actually get started with using it and then providing it as a service for your clients? Yeah. So if you're not familiar with the nine grid strategy, it's a visual Instagram strategy where we basically turn your Instagram grid into a mini puzzle or billboard or website where there's nine, sometimes 12, sometimes 15, because I can be extra and do a little bit more. But there's really intentional design and strategy behind those posts. They fit together. They go together and they tell a story and they tell a story of who you help, how you help them, what makes your brand sparkle or makes it different um, your brand values, how people can work with you, and maybe some of the free resources you offer or some quick wins that you can give your ideal client. And we put it all together in a way that you can set it and forget it. And we hear so much about social media with the algorithm of like, you have to keep feeding the algorithm. And for most business owners, we create posts and then we hear crickets. And we're like, well, that was a waste of time. Why am I even doing it? But the thing is, people are on social media and people are looking you up on social media. So if you can have really strategic and intentional content up there, you can set it and forget it. And I recommend that people revisit their nine grid every three months or so. And if nothing has changed in your business and it's working for you, you can leave it even longer. And so it gets you that time back even more. But that three-month mark gives you an opportunity to spend your creative energy on other things And then after those three months, if you've maybe developed some new offers or you've tweaked your messaging or you've got an update to your pricing or your capacity, we can make those changes to a new nine grid and refresh it. And how I landed on this strategy and started using it for my own business. So I had heard about it probably a year or so ago and thought like, oh, that's interesting. But 
I like creating social media content. So I don't want to put up a nine grid. And in that season of my business, that's where I was. I liked creating social media content. It was fun. It was in my zone of genius. So I was like, okay, nine grid, not for me. No, thanks. Well, then this past spring, first in January, I broke my leg, which that was not fun. Um, I was ice skating. Would you like, you live in Florida. Why were you ice skating? It's an indoor (laughs) thing. It gives you something to do, right? Well, I broke my leg. So that was immediately like a whole huge recovery process. And then in the midst of that recovery process, I decided to launch a course. Well, anybody who's launched anything knows how much work that is. Building the thing, marketing strategy behind the thing, building a sales page, email funnels, email marketing, social media. I was pumping out reels, showing up on stories regularly, creating tons and tons and tons of value add posts. And then my launch flopped and I sold zero. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so over it. I just need a break. I am going to put up a nine grid and take a break from social media. And so I put up a nine grid as a way to like give myself a breath while I kind of recovered from that flop launch. And because I put up a nine grid, I had the creative capacity to come up with three new offers that I then could test and work through and use email marketing around and use my podcast to promote and continue to narrow it down. And so I put up my first nine grid in June of this year. And then I refreshed it in September after some of my messaging had shifted. My offer had changed a little bit and we refreshed it. But as I have been doing the nine grid for myself and some of my clients, just the weight that it takes off of your shoulders to think about what to post is an incredible gift of giving you some of your energy and creative thought back. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Um, And it's so true, like, especially how you said, you can kind of just put it up and forget about it. Um, But it still shows that you have that social presence and everything. Um, And so talking a little bit more about this, like, you kind of like touched on it a bit, like how your story, how like why you decided to switch to the nine grid Instagram strategy, but who would you say this would be ideal for? Like, are there certain businesses that it works better for compared to others? Yeah, that's a great question. I would actually say the only type of business that I think couldn't benefit from a nine grid is a product-based business with regular new arrivals. Mm -hmm. So a retailer that is constantly coming out with new colors, new styles, new things, I don't think a nine grid is quite for you because you want to be showcasing those that depth of inventory pretty regularly. Any service provider, though, can benefit from a nine grid. Any smaller product-based business that doesn't have a huge depth of in- inventory or regular new arrivals, a quarterly nine grid is a great way to showcase your collections. I was actually just doing, Andrea and I did a um, strategy session on nine grid podcast content for my podcast. I'm recording a mini series and just literally did the episode on who it's for. And so thinking about also coaches um, to be able to showcase your signature method or um, creators, photographers, bakers, makeup artists to be able to showcase and kind of almost have that portfolio without constantly having to pump out content. And then the, uh, besides 
the product-based business with a lot of different products or regular new arrivals, the only other business owner that I would say is not a good fit for a nine grid is somebody who loves to create social media content. (laughs) You love it. And if it lights you up, keep doing it. But like most people, it doesn't. So this is a great strategy. Yes, that is so true. Um, And so like you touched a lot on the pros of having a nine grid, but are there any like cons or like downsides to switching to that strategy? Yeah, that's a great question. I wouldn't say that there's any cons, but there's some things to think about. Mm -hmm. And one of the things to think about is I always talk about the fact that social media in and of itself is not a marketing strategy. Just like a coffee cup isn't coffee. A coffee cup is a container for your coffee. Social media is a container for your messaging and your marketing. And if you're not using other containers as well, the nine grid is not gonna suddenly solve all your problems. Anybody in marketing who is telling you that the one thing that they sell or the one thing that they do is the magic bullet that is gonna solve all your problems and blow up your business, they are selling you snake oil because that's not true. It is a complex ecosystem with lots of different parts, whether you call it a web or a puzzle or whatever, a symphony, a salad. Social media is just part of that. And so what I encourage business owners to do is to use the nine grid to get their social media in a place that they don't have to think about it so that they can spend time and energy on those other things. And so what I want to make sure that you're doing when you create and set a nine grid is think about what strategies are you using to attract clients? Is it long form content such as a podcast with SEO behind it? Is it a blog? Is it networking events? Is it trade shows? Is it referrals from existing clients? And then what other platforms are you using to nurture? Again, it could be podcast content. It could be blogs. It could be email marketing. And then convert, how are you asking people to buy from you? How are you regularly asking for the sale? And again, that goes back to email marketing, retargeting ads. Maybe if you're using paid traffic, maybe you're showing up in stories and having links and things that people can opt into. But the nine grid alone and any marketing strategy alone cannot do all of those things. So what else are you using in your puzzle to go along with that nine grid? I love that. And it's so true. And it's something that I talk about here on the podcast a lot as well. It's like, yes, I am really big on podcasting, but this isn't my only strategy. You know, I leverage email marketing, I leverage stories and other things as well. So you, you don't want to put all of your content eggs in one basket, you have to have other ways to nurture and convert bringing those leads and all of that. Um, So I love that you highlighted that about the nine grid, that it's not going to solve all your problems if you're only relying on that to generate leads and nurture and convert your audience. Um, So let's talk about the best practices when it comes to effectively implementing this strategy. So you already touched on, you know, like how often you can update it, but Should we be leveraging it with Instagram stories or anything else like that? Yeah. When I work with clients and we create a nine grid, you know, I think stories are a really personal thing and they're dependent upon your brand. And again, what other containers you're using. If you are a solopreneur, a service provider, 
it is important to be on stories. It is important to be showing your face and nurturing that relationship with your audience on stories. That doesn't mean you have to show up every day. That doesn't mean you have to show up 72 times every single day. And I talk a lot about this with service-based businesses is that when we see the Instagram hacks or the reels and stories, ways to go viral or tips or whatever, a lot of times those strategies are being built for influencers. Mm-hmm. And if you're not an influencer, you can leave those. You're a service provider. You're a service-based business. You are, you know, quite honestly, maybe building a company, not a lifestyle brand or an affiliate marketing style brand. But it's still important to show your face and nurture that relationship with the human side, which is something that you can do in stories. And when I actually do done for you nine grids for my clients, one of the things we do is map out three months worth of stories prompts so that it's easier for you to show up in stories and not be like, oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about today? Or I'm going to just show up in stories and show you my cat every day, which doesn't actually have any relevance to my business. But Ruthie said, I have to be in stories. So here you go. Here's my cat. Like, we're going to figure out a way to do it strategically. But if you're like, no, I don't have time to be in stories. Or for example, one of my clients who is a service-based business that has like a team of 50, like the client isn't a solopreneur. They're not a one-person show. We don't really use stories, but we use email marketing. And we use retargeting ads and they have a sales team that's doing follow-ups. So there's other strategies in place. And so again, that's where you want to think about that full funnel. Where are you attracting? Where are you nurturing? Where are you converting? Stories can be used to nurture and convert because the people that are following you are going to see them. So if you're not using them, what are you replacing that with to do those same jobs? Hmm, That's good. Um, yeah, really, again, just thinking about the entire funnel, what that process is going to look like for you and thinking it all the way through. Um, so say a mompreneur is listening to this episode and she's like, okay, I want to do this nine grid strategy. What are some things that she needs to think about, like, you know, for switching over to that? What are some tips for her to like get started with setting this up? Yeah. So a couple tips that I want to share. One, people will ask me a lot of times, do I need to archive all of my old content? My recommendation is no. You created that content as part of your journey. And I think it's totally fine to leave it there and to share it with people. What I do recommend is to do a separation line. So between your old content and your nine grid, having three posts that separate the two. And then either on those three posts as like graphics or words on the post or in the caption, if you just put up squares that are like solid color, explain that above is the nine grid, my nine grid that tells you everything you need to know about my business. Below is all the content that I created before I implemented the nine grid strategy. Take a look around, get to know me. Let me know if you have any questions, but don't spend your precious time archiving those old posts. I would definitely not recommend that. Um, but that separation can visually kind of tell people um, the difference between the, the here and the now. And same thing if you re- decide to refresh your nine grid. When I refreshed mine in September, I did a separation between my first nine grid and my second nine grid mm-hmm. and shared like my brand is evolving. 
my offers are evolving. Below was the first nine grid I posted. Above is my current offers and my current, you know, who I help and how I serve them. And so just sharing that with people. Another thing to think about is your brand details. So when I say your brand details, obviously we all think about our logo or maybe our brand colors, Mm -hmm. but it goes beyond that. And it goes into like your mission, your vision, your values, your ideal client, and having all of those details defined so that you can incorporate them in your content. Because this content in these nine posts is like the brochure for your business or the mini website. And we want to get all of that captured, not maybe necessarily by saying, this is my mission, but incorporating some of that language in either quotes in the graphic or captions. I personally love to use AI when I create nine grids and I will tell ChatGPT all of the things. I'm like, I'm going to tell you all about this brand or this business. Here's who their mission. Here's their vision. Here's their values. Here are their core offers. Here's who they help. Here's what makes them different. And then those details can be incorporated in our captions so that our captions are consistent and tell that story. And so that's a a really important place to start is having all of that figured out first before we sit down to create the the grid. Mm, That is really good. I'm really just thinking those strategic pieces through. And I love that you touched on the archiving part because I know that some other people who do like the nine grid, they recommend archiving all of your older posts and everything, but that's a really great way. Like how you're saying, putting in the color blocks to kind of create that separation and everything. Um, So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I'll share one other thing. The reason that the other reason that I landed on that strategy is I actually talked to somebody who did archive a lot of her posts Mm -hmm. and then she walked away from the nine grid strategy because she said what was happening was she was getting a lot of like, bots thinking that she wasn't a real profile because she only had nine posts up or Mm -hmm. people thinking like people DMing her and being like, how do you have 2,500 followers when you only have nine posts? Like what's happening here? Are you real? Or is this a fake account? So having the older content Mm -hmm. can help kind of show the journey and show that you're a real human. And then one other tip I want to share really quick, and we might get into reels more, but I want to share this tip now while we're talking about um, the grid content is if you continue to use Reels as part of your strategy, whether it's repurposed from your podcast or you're inspired to do a Reel, whatever. My number one tip, this is like the insider secret, is you want the Reel to hit the grid and then you take it off. Mm. There's a little setting when you go to post a Reel that you can turn off that says like share to feed. And a lot of people think, oh, I need to turn that off so that it doesn't hit my grid and mess up my nine grid. But what happens if you turn that off initially is it doesn't actually even go into the feed. And so your current followers never see it. So what instead you want to do is keep that turned on so it hits your grid. And then once the reel is posted, there's the three little dots where you can edit, you can remove from the grid. So then it's in the feed, but not on the grid. 
Wow, didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that took some that took some experimentation on my part, but once I learned it, it was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. And you can even mm-hmm. go back if you look at my reels tab, you can scroll down and see like, oh, there's some that the reach was like four and zero and like ten. And then I figured it out and we went back to normal reach <laughs> with our reels. Okay, that's a really good tip. Um, because I know that's another question I've had people ask me regarding it, like, you know can I still post the reels, but how do I do it without it messing up the whole nine grid and everything? So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so I want to know like what results have you and your clients seen since switching to the nine grid? Yeah. So I was actually just looking at my follower um, results or metrics and my followers have continued to grow anywhere between 50 and 70 followers per month since I put up a nine grid. Now, that goes back to the attract, nurture, and convert. I still have strategies to attract new people to my social media profile. I'm networking. I'm in groups. I have a podcast. I'm in bundles and summits. But the followers continue to grow without me having to constantly pump out content. Um, For a lot of my clients who were not posting, you know, they just didn't have the capacity. They didn't have the mental energy to create content. When we put up a nine grid, their engagement skyrockets because now we actually have content up. Their profile visits is going way up because we're finally putting out some content. And really, really important metric to look at, link taps. So are people clicking your link, whether it's that link in bio or if you're sharing stories and putting links in your stories, how many people are clicking on links? And I've seen that increase for all of my clients, which those links are driving people to your website, your free resources, your offer, moving them down that client journey and helping them learn more because the nine grid is nurturing them. And adding value and helping that relationship move along so that then they want to take the action to take the next step. That is awesome. Um, And I think that the one metric that probably will like stand out the most is the the link tabs. Like that's really important because like you said, you know, people are actually going and checking out your offers or going to your website and different things like that. Um, And that's just kind of like giving listeners a thing to kind of look at, like, if you switch to this strategy, really track to see, like, are people clicking those links and everything? And are you doing your part to kind of drive them to those links, whether you're showing up in stories or how you set up your nine grid and everything? Um, Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Do you have anything else you want to share about the nine grid strategy? I know I picked your brain quite a bit when it comes to this strategy, but is there anything else you think my listeners need to know regarding this? Yeah. The last strategy I want to share is in terms of batching. So a lot of times I hear people say like, I'm barely getting out one post now and then you want me to create nine posts that look like a puzzle and tell a strategic story like that sounds overwhelming and exhausting. And without a blueprint or something to guide you, yes, it absolutely can be. Um, So the first thing is I would say is start with a grid design, a template. 
and Etsy has them, Creative Market has them. Canva really doesn't. You can buy Canva templates from Etsy or Creative Market or some other different places. I actually have a couple that you can purchase a pack from the Consistency Corner. But having that grid template can really help you. And then thinking about doing that brain dump of all your brand details first. And again, speaking of templates, I have a template that helps walk you through that. The things to consider and things that you can pull out and jot down and have written out so that you can put them into chat GPT. You can use AI to write your captions and then using a roadmap, which is again in my template pack that maps out these nine squares, who I am, who I help, how I help them, what are my free resources, what are my offers? What's a quick win I can share with you? What's testimonials or things that my clients have said about me? And then like one or two other posts to kind of add value or connect with your audience. And so then when we start to create content, it's not about create square number one graphic, write square number one caption, create square number two graphic, square number two caption. It's about creating the graphic as a whole and then writing the captions as a whole so that your brain can stay in that creative space of graphic design and visual or that creative space of writing. And that can help you save time. And so although creating these nine posts, I'll say when I do one for a client, knowing that I'm also spending time getting to know their business and auditing auditing their um, current content, when I do one for someone else, It probably takes me 10 to 15 hours, depending upon the type of business. To do one for myself might take me six or seven hours. So kind of even have that as a guideline. But knowing now that I've created these posts, I put them up, I don't have to spend any time creating posts for the next three months or six months or however long. And so you'll get that time back by batching and being really strategic with the activities that you're spending your time on and using those tools to help you, those templates and those guidelines. Yeah. So we're going to make sure to link your templates in the show notes. Um, And I love how you broke that down, especially like letting people know up front that it is going to take six to seven hours to put this together. But in the long run, it's going to save you so much more time because You're not churning out content daily or however often you were posting before. Yeah. Um, And I love that you have like the roadmap to kind of guide them through the entire process of putting it together. Cause I think that's where a lot of people get hung up is on how to actually put this together in the most effective way so that it's going to benefit them. Um, So thank you for like really breaking that down. That's super helpful. Let me share, I got two other kind of insider tips that I want to share. This will help you with the time process. So the first one is when you go to create your grid in Canva and you purchase a template, you know, Creative Marketplace, one of mine, Etsy, wherever. When you're actually designing inside of Canva, you want to make sure to turn on the, I want to look at them so I make sure I tell you the, the guides. So in Canva, you're going to go to file settings and then add guides. And then you can tell Canva, I am splitting this up into three columns and three rows or more if you're making a a larger one. And then it's going to have these little lines that you can see where the, the actual like 
break is going to be in the graphic. So from a design perspective, if you carry over some little graphic elements to, again, make it kind of that puzzle design, you can visually see that because I actually like to design my grid so that each post can stand on its own so I can repurpose it. I like to use them also on Facebook or Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, So those grid guidelines will help you. Then when you go to download the actual design and you're like, okay, but now how do I like turn this into squares so that I can post it? Pine Tools is a website that will split it for you for free. So pinetools.com, you upload it, you tell it how you want it to split it. um, And that'll download for you and do it for free. Thank you for that tip. Um, I did not know about that in Canva when I created mine. And so I had to keep playing around with it to make sure like important pieces weren't cut off and everything. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Ruthie. This was such an amazing conversation and you gave so much value and insight when it comes to effectively using the nine grid Instagram strategy. Um, So please let my audience know where they can connect with you and learn more about your services. Yeah. So I primarily hang out on Instagram. I am active in stories and do post reels um, at the consistency corner is my handle. And then I'm the host of the consistency corner podcast. So you can listen more for marketing strategies, mindset tips, and best practices for mompreneurs. And then like Andrea said, I've got those templates that if you're interested in testing this out and doing a nine grid on your own, the consistencycorner.com slash nine grid templates. And I'm sure she'll put those in the show notes and you can grab those. And I can't wait to see the content that you create when you make your nine grid, you know, come find me on Instagram and tell me, I want to see it and cheer you on. All right. And yes, I'm going to link all of that in the show notes. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. This was a fun conversation. No problem. Well, mama, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If you enjoyed today's episode, will you do me a favor and follow the podcast and leave a review? Hitting that follow button and sharing your thoughts about the podcast are the best ways to ensure that other mamas like you find this show. Your review also lets me know if you're enjoying this podcast. So make sure to share your thoughts before you go. All right, mama, I'll catch you in the next episode.